Well, here we are again. One more time in the middle of the night, staring at midnight. You know, I don't know if anybody's listening out there, but this is David Patrick Wilson, and you're in Wilson's Corner. So, we've just gotten through the Passover Easter weekend, and Things seem to be leveling off in this COVID-19 battle. Although there are places where it really hasn't even taken off yet. And you start seeing things that are just really disturbing in terms of false information and misinformation. And we've got a president or there is a president, I don't have him, I never wanted him, I wouldn't take him if he gave him to me, wrapped in million dollar bills, but uh, this idiot seems to think that he's God, well maybe not God, but he certainly thinks he's the king, no he probably does think he's God, that's what megalomaniacs do, he informed the uh, governors of the uh, United States of America, 51 of them, I believe, that um, that he was the ultimate authority over who returns to business and when and how that's done, it, that he is the one, which according to the Constitution of the United States of America, which he seems to enjoy urinating on it regularly. Uh, the governors have the right. They didn't hesitate to honor his request, or some, most didn't. Some took an in, incentive early on and shut things down, shut the business down uh, to protect the citizenry. And by and large, the efforts that they made have apparently uh, begun to show fruit. And now he wants to rush back to business because he's getting hammered. You know, the stock market seems to be doing all right. But the stock market deals in, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't understand, you know, how the stock market operates, really. I've been messing with it for 50, 60 years, my stepfather was a, you know, made all of his money picking up the ticker tapes off the floor and back in the crash, you know, he passed away some years ago, a couple decades now, after, uh, at the age of 93, you know, and he was really good at it, I learned a great deal from him. One of the things that I, I learned was that, you know, this the contrary nature of the stock market is... Uh, first of all, the unbelievable um, reality of the stock market is it is largely white, middle-aged men, which I guess that's why Trump is is so appealing to them, or that what he's, he does seems to resonate with them, 
But my experience of them has been when the when the shit hits the fan, the stock market generally initially reacts badly, but then starts looking for places to to start raking it in. Now, they're still 5,000 points below where they were at the height. So, you know, they're kind of inching up. But right now, I think that they're testing new highs, right? They're trying to find a, uh, a stable ground. And they, my guess is it's going to take another dive here shortly. Um, I think they call that Elliot's Curve or something like that. And in any event, um, we shall see where that goes. The economy is in total disarray. And he wants to take no responsibility for what's there. He's threatening to cut off the World Health Organization funding from the United States, which comes to about a half a billion dollars a year. In the middle of a pandemic... Now, I really think that this guy is such a grandstanding piece of garbage that, you know, what he's doing is he does it for effect. He likes to see the, the kind of chaos that it creates when, when he gets to call these shots and watch people scramble. He's an alarmist and, you know, he's an antagonist. You know, he's like a, he's like a flea under your, under your shirt. And... Um, you know, he likes that role. He likes, you know, the guy is just, he's sick. The man is sick. That he would choose to to create, you know, insecurity and hostility. And, and he never answers a question. You know, someone asked him, um, maybe it was Deborah Norville or somebody, asked him, uh, about what he had done in February to stem the tide of the, 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 the pandemic. And rather than answer the question, he attacked her. I mean, he just flat out attacked her in the press conference. That was yesterday afternoon. I missed that one. I'm missing them all. I can't stand watching this guy. He is disgusting. He's absolutely despicable, number one. He's horrible. And the people that support him are horrible. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. He doesn't focus on anybody but himself. He is the most self-aggrandizing, abusive, uneducated, unintelligent human beings that I have ever experienced. Now, you know, I went to the Ivy League. And, you know, and he was at Penn, supposedly, when I was at Columbia, you know. Now, I chose to leave Columbia after the, during the the spring uprising of 1969. I had enough of college. I didn't want to go to college in the first place, you know, if it hadn't been for the fact that, uh, you know, I I didn't really want to go to a rice paddy and shoot yellow people either. Um... You know, that was my choice. and But I decided I'd had enough, and um, it, I tossed all caution to the wind and walked away, you know. Um, I don't, you know, I knew guys that were at Penn at the time, 
I don't know anybody that knew him at the time. I know him. I've met him. I met him through another friend, a Jeff Crindler, who went to Cornell. Uh, you know, was there when Ed Marinaro was there, who was a running back who broke all the running records in the country at, in, in, while he was playing for Cornell. Nice guy, too. Ed was a really good guy. I liked him. I don't even know where he is anymore. I don't know where Jeff is either. But I do know where that pig is. And, um, you know, I, I, I find him just to be completely reprehensible. But not as bad as the people that support him. Yeah, I mean, these people, you know, these people are subterranean. I don't, they, they crawl, they're like grubs. They come up out of the ground and ooze across the landscape. You know? Tonight I was just watching a uh, rebroadcast of, of uh, or we went and looked at an on-demand NPR report about the NRA and where they're at. And, uh, you know, the the kinds of people that, the flip-flop that he did with the NRA, you know, the, the crowd-pleasing that he does, where he stands up and he'll say one thing when it's, you know, the cameras are on him and it's a populist topic. And, you know, he had the Parkland kids there, you know, God bless him, who went through that horror uh, shooting incident. And I've been shot. I know what it feels like, man. And, you know, it's if you, unless unless you've been shot, you should never, ever want to pick up a gun, you know, unless you, unless you've had the experience of feeling the sting, it's, you know, why you would ever want to pick up a gun. Now, I cannot, look, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I believe in the right to bear arms, to protect your home if that's what you need. You know, we have guns. And, but we don't have, uh, you know, AR-15s and M-16s and assault weapons and these un- un- it's the weaponry that they're talking about that uh, that are used in these mass shootings, you know. And here he is saying out of one side of that two-face that he's got is that he's going to do something about it. There's finally going to be some active controls. They're going to shut down, uh, you know, uh, unregistered gun sales at, uh, at gun shows. And they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and they're going to ban these weapons, blah, blah, blah. And then he turns around, and it turns out he's taken $30 million from the NRA so that when Wayne LaPierre shows up on, on his doorstep and says, hey, what do you think you're doing? You know, well, he rethinks what he's doing. Now, it turns out that, uh, that uh, the Attorney General of the State of New York, God bless her, uh, went after Lane, Wayne LaPierre. And, and what a dirtbag this guy is. Stealing from the NRA, skimming, scamming, building a you know, $6 million mansion on a golf course in Dallas, for himself, I mean, yeah, that's about uh, protecting your rights. And somebody pointed out, he <laughs> said, "Oh well, you know, he got. I just got twenty four hundred dollars from. Yeah, you got twenty four hundred taxpayer dollars, not from him. He had to do something because 
as a result of what he allowed to happen. 40,000 people coming back into China after he had closed China without any examination, without any testing. He seeded this virus in this country. He may not have started it, but I do believe that he's complicit and I do believe that there is an agreement somewhere in there between the those three Ps, Putin, Ping, and Porky, to use the weaponization of COVID-19, what I call the Trump virus, to manipulate and dominate the circumstances. Now, it's gotten a little bit out of hand for him. You know, but uh, once again, we've got the Von Von Munchausen syndrome too. Here this guy is, you know, the society gets sick, the people get sick, the economy gets sick. And then all of a sudden, the guy that created the sickness steps in and, and is going to miraculously handle the situation. So here this idiot says to me, I got $2,400. I said, you did, huh? 25,000 people lost their lives. 600,000 people have been hospitalized with this disease. And God knows how many more have it, you know, that they, that we, they haven't been tested. There's not adequate testing. They, they shut down the testing program from the federal level, tossed it back on the states, and then he tells the states that he's going to open up the economy. He's going to tell them when they go back to work. Tell me that this is not Adolf Hitler Jr., These people are cut from the same cloth and the same pattern. You people better wake up out there. I mean, if there's anybody out there listening to me, you can hate what I say, but know that it's true. What happened to those thousands of kids on the border? What, he trade those to China for medical research so they could do their experiments? And then he comes back and says the World Health Organization is the problem? The World Health Organization sounded the whistle. They did their job. They can't do anything that the governments won't do. They're not empowered to go into countries and and shut them down. Anyway, he's got a fight on his hands. God bless Andrew Cuomo. I'm one of Andy's gang. God bless you all. Take care.